so let's so let's go back here so i got so this one is not um i don't know if this one will be a pop well actually it definitely wouldn't be a popular one but it's his feature verse mm -hmm. on um a song called flight school um you know glc part of kanye's crew yeah um or an old part of his crew glc came out with an album in i want to say it was 2009 or 10 and Kanye had two features on there. His first feature, which was called uh, Big Screen, that was the first song after his whole like auto-tune stuff. That was the first song that, that I heard him do without auto-tune. Mm. After like the 808. Like, he actually went back to rapping. Right, and the first lines he had in it were like, um, it was like, baby girl, you're dangerous, so dangerous that it's only right. And then the next line was, I'm back in your life, Return of the Jedi. And obviously he's talking to a girl, but mm. I felt like he was talking to the game when he said that. Like, I'm back mm. now, like I'm rapping. And then the next joint was uh, Flight School, which is also on GLC's album. So this one, um, now this, I'll admit, this is not a verse I remember, just because what I love. Uh, even if you don't remember, but if you remember how it impacted you, if you read the lyrics, it's fine. Yeah, so I got, uh, it's, I, I got my Superman power, my Superman cape, these are last hours, but Superman late. The clock is ticking. Damn, can you wait? Man, will he come back to save the day? Once again, I'm listening to it, and it sounds like he's referring to, like, the game, like the rap game. Um, fly across the earth, put things in reverse. I wish this life was a movie. I could just rehearse certain things I can't doctor, and you say I'm the worst. I ain't have enough patience, but I needed a nurse. And then he just starts, like, saying, like, you know, Kanye things. That'll come to the bed late. See, see if my headache, then get my head straight, then give me head. Great. <laughs> you know? um, every time I popped up, every time I popped up like the VCR, I took your breath away that we performed CPR with all the cars, the clothes, the lights, the bolts. I guess I was just trying to sow my royal raw oats in the penthouse position with penthouse bitches. See, I pimped my crib, so I must exhibit shit these last years been a haze like isaac so i close my eyes tighter than asian eyes get realize i got the same wings that angels fly with with louis vuitton feathers now that's some fly shit so the last four or six is fire i could care less about the, some of the top of the, 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 the beginning part i just like the fact that he the cleverness again. yeah and like you said it's really it was really the last the the from the penthouse position from mm -hmm. that part it's literally that part that makes this one of my favorite verses. Just because yeah. that, I love that part because he's obviously reflecting, it was after his mom passed, like these last years been a haze like Isaac, so I closed my eyes tight in the eight. Like, and then to realize I got the same wings that angels fly with, that part, like, that part just had me like, God, damn. That's no, no, yeah. No, he, he, you could tell he left on earth at a moment to like wrap yes. that verse for yes. sure. Yes, so that so that's um that's I would say is number four. Um, oh, is that number four? I might switch that with gorgeous. I'm gonna put that at five. So we had six by accident, and I I think so. Does that so that's your that's your that'll be my honorable mention. That'll okay, be my honorable mention, and then gorgeous will be five. Yeah, that's like my so. Yeah, mention. I guess never let me doubt will be my honorable mention, and now it's can't tell me nothing, which is five. See, so I can, that, I'm, let yeah. me just say this real quick. Mm -hmm. There, I try to get different with this list because I'll be honest. It's I see that. Pick a five. Yeah. So like, I'm a I'm a agree. Even though I know what's, we're trying to. No, no, no. You can pick me back off these verses because Kanye is more your man. Like you really enjoy <laughs> his music. So can't, can't can't tell me nothing. 
that was probably the that was probably the second verse that was probably that gotta be top three. I think that's the verse I have. Let that man get past. He don't even got to get gas. That's the second. Yeah. um, What I like about it, it seemed like he was he was still in tune with like himself. Like he wasn't like swaying with necessarily the public yet. Like of like caring about their opinion. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I got from this song, um, from this verse, and it's a shorter verse. It's probably one of the shorter verses out of all three of them. Mm-hmm. But it lets me know that there's a way of you can move in a way that um, you're not compromising your your soul. And I feel like that verse, at least at this point, he hasn't. I don't feel like he ever had to do that. And this verse kind of proved that to me when he wrote, um, "Let that man get past. He don't even got. He don't even stop to get gas. If he sorry." My, if he can't move through the rooms, he can drive off of fumes because how he move in a room full of nose, how he stay faithful in a room full of hoes. Must be the pharaohs he in tune with his soul. So when he buried in a tomb full of gold, treasure was your pleasure. Life is a uh, depending how you dress her. So if the devil wear proud and Adam <laughs> Eve wear not, a, I'm in between, but way more fresher, but way less effort. Because <laughs> when you try hard, that's when you die hard. Your homies looking like, "Why, God?" When they reminisce over you, my God. God, it's really the energy that he had in all those three verses. But like yeah. the words in the beginning to me is like it's important because I think a lot of people in music or anything when they get popular and great at something, it's like they forget the the significance of what they might have had. And it's like, I think that's, you know, that's the time where you feel the hold on tighter is because they were there for you for the whole journey. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not going to find that better than probably what you, what you was just dealing with just because you got famous. Right. Right. So I think that's, the, that's I why think I enjoy the, that verse. I think the second verse I just get because of the first four, like let up the suicide doors. This is mm-hmm. my life, homie. You decide yours. I know that Jesus died for us, but I couldn't tell you who decide wars. And nah, that whole, all three verses are amazing. Like, oh, this yeah, is his best. Like, this is like his best complete song for sure. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and many people would say, "Can't tell me nothing." Is his best song. Um, it's up there. I can't pick a best song, but it's it's one of those that can be considered. I I would agree. Um, so that was your fourth. You said. Yeah, this is back in the time when you had to have a street singer. It kind of wasn't street. Street this was like the closest thing to it and this was street, right. fire like like the song that's not going for radio but it might hit radio well, that was this remember, song that was a song that helped trap and we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and act like kanye created trap or made trap big that no, was, he that did was not. i would I'd probably say i would probably say that's ti this for was sure. a song though that helped the trap sound extend worldwide because that yeah. was when dj Toon who was producing for T.I., was um was huge. He actually did an interview a couple couple days ago. Yeah, I saw pieces of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, he, and, he spoke, and he spoke about it. Um, and Jeezy Adlibs helped, too, with that, for oh, sure. Of course. Well, it was supposed to be a G- It was a remix to a Jeezy song. And mm-hmm. Jeezy, I guess, he it, he wasn't feeling it. In my head, I'm like, man, Jeezy, you missed one with this. Because that was... Yeah. And then Kanye just... And then Kanye just kept the 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 um the backing um like ad libs on, um but yeah man that that one right there is that one right there that's that's one of them ones, um number four for me, I would have to go uh another one people might not know and I said the first lines earlier um live in a movie, um 
so the, the second verse I like a lot, but the first verse, um, it's it's on his first mixtape, which is called um, Freshman Adjustment. So he had three of them. Um, oh, I, you see, I didn't even know this part about Kanye. Look at that. Oh, you never heard? Yeah, so he had, I don't know if they're official or not, but um, he had mixtapes called The Freshman Adjustment. And it was like, basically his most known unreleased songs are all on there. Um, so like, the, you know, Homecoming from Graduation, mm -hmm. the original version with John Legend is on there, um, but it's called, oh, it's called Homecoming. Like the reference version before Chris Martin and them got on it kind of? Right. But it's like an old, cause he also had like a, his demo tape leaked and that's the song that was on Freshman Adjustment with John Legend, that was on it. So that song got was like it. super old. Um, but this song- That's the thing, right? It's like, what if Kanye just ran out of his demo tape? Like, maybe that's what went wrong. It's like, he didn't have no more of the demo essence feel of, like, when he first got in the game. No, I'm yeah. serious. Because something really, like, you could try to blame it because of the death of his mom. It's like, no. Like, he's, I think he lost inspiration in a certain vein, and he tried something else. And although it might have been successful commercially, I don't think it resonated with people the way it would, the way those other albums did years, years ago, you know? So I think that... I mean, like, I think Dr. Fantasy, I don't care how many people like Jesus. Like, it's, he has, like, four good songs, but it's not, like, the whole album as a cohesive isn't there. I don't care, like, how people feel. Mm -hmm. Not to his standard. Not to his standard. It might have been a good album, but it's not to a Kanye standard of where he was batting three for three. Yeah, I, with, with Jesus, Jesus is a weird album for me, because I, I do like the album. Um, I think that I give him credit because he was clearly 808s. I don't think he, I think with 808s, because of the place he was in, where he was like depressed and sad, I don't think he had to leave where his, where he was too much. Like the sound was obviously different, but I think that it felt right to him. Right. Jesus was probably his most challenging album that he's ever done because he, he went completely left. Like, I don't know what, like in my head, I'm like, I don't know what was inspiring you. I don't know what you were looking I don't, at. I don't think he had anything inspiring him. I think he was just like, I just want to do whatever I want because I don't want to have a message this time because I can't talk about my real life because I'm now married to Kim. I really think that's what happened. You got to think of every album, he had a phase of something going on. Like, especially deeper into his career. It's like, that. I don't think he had anything that he could vocalize besides wanting to have clothes out into the world. Well, he was mad at the fashion industry. That was that was his... Yeah, story. but you yeah. made my ears mad, too, when you put that shit out. Like, <laughs> don't got... Yo, man, the kids are gonna... The kids are gonna kill you, man. They love it. The... Umari, um, I... uh, Drown, Drown Millie. Me, me and him both say, yo, we like, we like that album a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's one of his... He put out his top Kanye albums, I think, last year or two years ago, because he's a Kanye fan. Um... Take a guess at what he had number one. He might have had Yeezus or maybe... Um, mm -hmm. You know what it is, you know. No, you I know. don't. Yeah, to know. me, his second album was my favorite. Yeah, but his, well, his was 808s and Heartbreak. Oh, well, and in my man. head, that made, that made sense because he's younger. So it made... He didn't. He wasn't here. Like, college dropout was like like six or something. But that makes sense. He was, he was younger when that came out. Um, yeah. So 808s, like his holy, his holy Kanye album. Right, right. When I was like, a, I was a teenager for the first 
album. So it's like it's different for me where I can exactly. listen to all of them, right, and see which one is truly it. Right. For me, I would probably say number one. I ain't gonna lie, flip flop. I flip flop, but I'll say. I'll so no, let, let's go back to the verses. I'm sorry. I, oh, I feel I'm like sorry. I cut no, you yeah, off. We, just, we, yeah. Deep dives everywhere with this good topic. Yeah, nah, so, um, so the verse, um, the verse is living living a movie, and it goes. Uh, they call me they call me Edward Scissorhands because I'm trying to cut. She claims she got crab cramps. I'm gonna get you to suck, and you're not gonna use your teeth. You hear? You're gonna find out what lies beneath right here. The preacher's wife don't give head. Get a divorce, man. The kids keep calling you the headless horseman, like Sleepy Hollow. See, she swallow, suck like old girl that got booed at Apollo. Um, you like the little raunchy Kanye lyrics, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 13, ghost, use my hollow man for Friday, Friday 13th. You be ghost, backdraft from the toast. Niggas who drop names is oh so shameless. Get a chain that's stainless, they almost famous. My my bling got me my bling got him calling me Lord of the Rings. The shining make it hard for me for her to do the right thing. But but I don't say a word. I'll never tell until you get a Kanye beat. You'll never sell. <laughs> it was just he was just being silly. And right. I love how he was like saying a whole bunch of like movie names in there that I had mm -hmm. never heard of before. Like I'd never heard of Edward Scissorhands. I don't know lies beneath. Um, obviously, everybody knows the preacher's wife. Um, and uh, what was another one? Almost famous. Like there was so many. Like so, you like the writing and how he how he placed it in there within the scheme yeah. of it all. I thought it, okay. I thought it was very creative when I looked it up and realized what he was doing and how he right. put it together. I thought it, I thought that thought that was really really dope. And this see this is one of those ones where this is before he had money, so I highly doubt he had writers. You know what right. I'm saying? Like this is when it was like. I wish this is what makes me say I wish you would write for yourself more, because mm -hmm. so, things like this is what people love to hear from you. But that's me. That's my opinion. And who am yeah. I? You know what I mean. But um, so my number four, I think I've probably took a more serious approach with some of the lyrics I've chosen. Mm -hmm. um, Diamond, Diamond from Sierra Leone. Um, close your eyes and imagine, feel the magic Vegas on acid, seen through EV Saint Laurent glasses. And I realized that I've arrived because it's it takes more than a magazine to kill my vibe. Does he writes his own rhyme? So sort of, I think him. That means I forgot better shit you ever thought of. Damn, is he really that caught up? I asked if you're talking about classic. Do my name get brought up? And this my this is the second album, so he already felt like his first one was an instant classic. Oh yeah, for him to be talking like this, which it was. Of course. Of course. Is he really that caught up? I asked if you're talking about classic. Do my name get brought up? I remember I couldn't afford a Ford Escort or even a Ford track recorder. So it's only right that I let the top drop on the drop top Porsche. It's it's for yourself that's important. If a stripper named Porsche and you name <laughs> you get tips from many men, then you're fat from his her nickname is Mini Rain. Excuse me. That's just a handyman. I spoke, I drink, I I'm supposed to stop. I can't because Diamonds are forever. But like what I love is like just those first four lines is like who thinks of something like that is like amazing to me. And if somebody wrote that for him, bravo, because those four bars of close your eyes yeah. and imagine yeah. feeling the magic, yeah. Vegas on acid, acid seen through, through EV glasses. Yeah, he, he killed that. 
No, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, I think. Although on the remix, Jay Z batted him out of here. Yeah, Jay 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 Z smoked that verse. Jesus, I'm not a business man. I'm a business, business man. man. Let me handle my business. business. Damn. Damn. Well, see, that was the time he was smoking everything because that was the time he did that. That was around the time he did Dear Summer. That was around the time that he did uh, Go Crazy. Oh, yeah. He was trying to retire, but he couldn't help himself. He just kept on rapping. Bro, when I first heard Go Crazy and he started like more than a hustler, I'm the definition of it. Master Chef, Lord of the Kitchen Cupboard. I'm like, he not retired. (laughs) He keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he dropped like five or six albums after he said he was going to retire. It's like yeah. he couldn't help himself. He's still not retired. I feel. I feel like. We, I think he might be retired now because that four 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 was. Great. I think he knows to just say I'm high. I'm on hiatus. It's better just to say that. Just say you right. want to take a break, or just not say anything because he just he hasn't said nothing, and he could drop an album tomorrow, or he could never want, drop another one again, and we could look back at Jay's career and be you know happy. But anyway, not to get off topic again. Mm. But yeah, no, that's a that's a great. When you said you were gonna get serious, I thought you was gonna do the second verse. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I feel like I'm picking songs that were more serious than like his funny, goofy ones that everyone enjoys. Because to me, I loved Kanye for like his intentions and what he was trying to do in music than what he actually maybe accomplished or didn't accomplish. Mm, okay. So like, I just really like those first four bars. I felt like all the other ones were like so super serious, where I think I just chose that one out of all of them. Because to me, those first four bars is like some of the best beginning of a song you could ever hear. Like, mm. in my opinion, like. All right. Well, I. I mean, you know, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, man. Um, so should I go to number three now? Yeah. Got you. Um. So here, I, I said one of these lines earlier too, but this is crack music. So this is getting into that more serious mode. Um, mm-hmm. So this is verse, two. I love verse one, but this is verse two. So you got, um, from the place where the father's gone, the mother's is hardly home, and the mighty guns lock us up in the Audi home. How the Mexicans say, we just trying to party homes. They want to pack us all in a box like styrofoam. Who gave Saddam anthrax? George Bush got the answers. Back in the hood, it's a different type of chemical. Arm and hammer, bacon, soda, raise their own quota. Right when our soldiers ran for the stove, cause, cause dreams of being hover went from being the broke man to being a dope man to being the president. Look, there's hope, man. This the inspiration for the moles and the folks, man. Shorty come, shorty come and see his mama straight overdosing. And this is the soundtrack. This is the type of music that you make when you round that. Crack music, nigga. It's the real black music. I, I feel like you remember the beat in your head, and you started trying to rap it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to read the lyrics, and it's like you remember the beat, and you started doing like the oh, part well, of like yeah, of the inflection yeah. of the voice. That's why I, yeah. you're perfect for this, because like you really are like a super fan. You see, I'm just a rememberer of where I was, and like the little songs that impacted me from him. Where you're more like, no, like this is my guy, no matter how messed up he's done things, like. Well, I mean, I, well, we we not not politically. I'm talking about musically, like like where you're like, oh, oh my god, this is not good, but you're still my well, guy because well, of what you've done. Here's the thing, I like, I liked a lot of the albums that you spoke about. I think though, I'll say the last two have been. That's the one was the closest one to the first three album to his first three of his career. Really? 
Because he has samples, though. So it made me at least appreciate wow. that. Maybe not the lyrics, but at least he wasn't rapping to nothing stupid, okay. whereas like, I can't even take you serious. Okay. I, I, and, I, I, I see what you're saying. And the first song, Ultralight Beam, off that album, um, um, what's it called, Pablo? That's my favorite. That's a great song. I just wish it wasn't in that album. Like, mm. you put I that with his, you put that song with his gospel gospel album. You say that's an amazing album off of that song alone. Interesting. I think that I think that um, that album wasn't that good. I don't care what nobody says. Um, I I I, I liked. I would say this. Life of Pablo is probably not a great album, but I like the songs on it. I just think it was a collection of songs. It was. I don't like, think he sequenced it right. Maybe that's yeah, my issue with yeah, it. Yes, it wasn't sequenced very well. It was just like a whole bunch of stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and each um, Ebro from Hot 97 actually did a good job of explaining this out. Al that album was like a whole bunch of Kanye, all the Kanye albums before it put together. Because you could take, you know, Freestyle Four for example. And that one, that one sounds like it could go on Yeezus. Um, a song like um, Feedback, that's a song that could go on Graduation because it, it has like that, that um, synthesizer stadium feel to it. Um, songs like Famous could have gone on Graduation. You know what I'm saying? So like you could put certain joints, take it from that and throw it on an older album. Um, but as you've said, none of those songs, except for like Real Friends and probably No More Parties in LA and 30 Hours. Those are three songs that they sound like like Kanye. But other than that, you could throw those on the other so albums and they would be the worst songs on the album. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But yeah, this verse, man, I just I think once again, this is not like lyrically like he's That's... mixing up a whole bunch of words. This is yeah. a verse that kind of reminds me of like the Tupac in him. Because it mm. has, it's not super complicated. But he's talking about what's going on, and this things he's putting me onto. I've never heard of of my Laura Laura Madigan. I never heard of her before. Um, yeah, like this. I don't know. I never knew what an Audi home was, which is it has. I think it's like a something like a foster home or something in like the Midwest. Um, and I, I don't know if it's a chain, but there's like a bunch of them out that way. We don't have homes here, to my knowledge. Right. Right. Yeah. So it just put me on a different stuff, you know. So. That's why I like this verse. No, no, it's a good verse for sure. So what's number two for you? Number two. Oh, man. It's tough, man. It's tough. What were we talking about earlier? Where we said, because um, I don't have that song here, but we were talking about um, a song, and I said it was number two, and you said, oh, man, you, you, you picked one of the... I oh, that was um, my honorable mention. Never let me down. I think you said it was your two. So never let, yeah. So that is one of my that that might be my favorite verse. But for this purposes, I have different songs here. So oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be. I wanted to be a little bit different. Yeah. So for number two, um, I would go with uh, last call, the second verse. Uh, and I'm mm. not rapping the whole thing because this verse is like. Oh no, he went into that and started talking about the whole story of um yeah. how he got signed to the rock. He well, ends with that. the rock. They asked him, they asked him. I remember that song. Uh no, this song is crazy. When I first heard it, I was blown away. But yeah. um uh I'll I'll say a few lines and then maybe skip around. Now is Kanye the most overlooked, yes, sir. Now is Kanye the most overbooked, yes, sir. Though the fans want a feeling of a tribe called Quest. 
But all they got left is this guy called West that'll take freeway, throw him on tracks with most death, call him Quali or Quali. I put him on songs with Jay-Z. I'm the gap like Banana Republican Old Navy. And ooh, it come out sweeter than Old Sadie. When I got older, that line, I'm the gap like Banana Republican Old Navy, I didn't realize he was They're all underneath the same branch? Well, no, I knew that. That's okay. what I realized. I didn't know what he meant was I'm the gap between like, the like he said, Quali, Quali and Jay Z. I'm the gap between that that puts, that puts them together. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that puts him with Wayne, Ti, and Jay Z on the same song, and as right. a superstar, you know what I'm saying? It's me, Pusha T, Saha the Prince, and Jay Z. Like he's that guy who, and he does that. Oh well, he used to do it anyway. He used to do that all the time. That was his yeah. thing. Um, and that's what he was saying back then. That he and when the song he's talking about is the Get By remix, it was like, let's see, it was most deaf. It was Yay. It was Jay. Um, it was it was a it was a gang of people. Busta Rhymes was on it. Like it was just a random like mix, pish, pish posh of people. It was just weird to put yeah. all those people together. But I love that song. Like it's a, it's a great song. So yeah. and Kanye, he knew that he was gonna do that. So this is one of those songs where. I love it when it first came out, and as time went on, so he spoke about what he manifested. Yeah, man, it man exactly. He man he manifested. Um, and then I'm gonna just say the last line real quick. Yeah, y'all niggas on that lyrical shit. Mayonnaise color bins. I push miracle whips. I heard that. I, I was gonna say I dropped my phone, but it was probably a a, a, a CD player. Yeah, CD player. <laughs> almost dropped my damn CD player. I was like, oh my god, that was so crazy. Wow, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that one that's will always be one of my one of my top uh yay so an honorable mention for me um of a song which i'll just mention real quickly is two words because of the beat the whole song like the beat definitely two words shot town south side worldwide because i read that till uh yeah he body that yeah one day two chain one waste two gas my bad right So my number two is Homecoming, actually, as far as verses go. That's actually my favorite Kanye West song. I love when people are able to illustrate a way of talking about the place they call home, and he did that perfectly, I think, in his first verse. Or it might be the second verse. I'm not sure which one. I met this girl when I was three years old, and what I loved most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie. I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy, and I like to blow trees. But my name is Wendy. So blow trees, I think it's a double meaning. Like blow trees in the wintertime because it's so cold, but also smoking weed. Like it's yeah. a big thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I like to blow trees. And from that point, I never blow it off. Ants come from out of town. I like to show her off. They like to act tough. She likes to tore them off. Uh, tore them off. And making them straighten up the hat. Cause she know they saw. So in Chicago, what people probably don't know is, um, if you hit, if you cock your hat to the left, to the right, that's like gang culture out there. So instead of like bandanas, it's like you cock it to the right, to the left. It can mean a different set of like where the gangs are in Chicago. Are you good? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. 
So when he's talking about the hats, he's basically um, referring to like Chicago gang culture right there, where it's like if you yeah. cut to the right or to the left, basically, yeah, it's like a no go in Chicago. So he tells you like when you in my town, kind of like keep your hat straight, kind of. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where am I? You know, they saw from where when I grew up, she showed me how to go downtown in the nighttime. Her face lit up, so astounding. I told her, in my heart is where she'll always be. She never messed with entertainers because they always leave. She said, it felt like they walked and drove on me, knew I was gang affiliate, got on TV and told on me. I guess that's why last winter she got so cold on me. She said, yay, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me. And then it goes into the hook of homecoming. I just think that's a beautiful way of illustrating Chicago and like a light that it probably isn't always the brightest, but it was like bright for him in that moment. So we're into, uh, I guess, our first verse, all right, number ones now. So I'm yeah. going to let you go do that. So my number one, um, I'm going to go with Touch the Sky. Because uh, this was the first, this was one of the first verses that, like, it, ma it made me think about the impact that hip-hop has on culture. Because it starts mm -hmm. off with, uh, back when they thought pink polos would hurt the rock before Cam got the shit to pop. Um, oh my bad. I was, trying not to I was bad boy street team. I couldn't work yeah. the locks. <laughs> now let's go. Take him back to the plan. Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van. Any pessimists, I ain't talked to them. Plus, I ain't had no phone in my apartment. Um, let's take him back to the club. At least about an hour, I stand online. I just wanted to dance. I went to Jacob an hour after I got my advance. I just wanted to shine. Jay favorite line, dog in due time. Now he look at me like, damn, dog, you what I am, a hip-hop legend. I think I died in an accident because this must be heaven. Um, once again, these are ones that I go back to because of the fact that the way he's talking about himself here, he was talking way early, and it just came to fruition. Like, everything yeah. he said there, it came to fruition. Now, I'm sure that Jay would probably want, you know, old Kanye back, but the way that this came to fruition here was just like, it's, it, th these are things that made me think back, like, man, you can really do anything that you set your mind to, uh, but you gotta, you gotta believe. And he clearly believed in his second album that he was, and he was a hip hop legend. Um, right. Carried himself like that. But the whole beginning part where he talks about Cam and, and the polos and the pink, um, that also kind of spoke to the issue of like being able to, being able to do things. Be free out of that hip-hop box or that, that tough guy box that he didn't want to be in because he wasn't that. So, no, I totally get it. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that's that's that that's the um, that's that's the number one I got. For me, my number one, because it hits me, is um, Roses. It reminds me of my grandfather a little oh, bit. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. So I know it's past visiting hours, but can I please give her these flowers? The doctor don't want to take procedures. He claimed her heart can't take the anesthesia. I sent I'll send her body into a seizure. That little thing by the hospital bed is stop uh, beeping. Hey chick, I'm at a loss for words. What do you say at this time? Remember when I was nine? Tell her everything gonna be fine, but I'd be lying. Her family crying. They want her to live and she's trying. I'm arguing like what kind of doctor can we fly in? 
you know, the best medicine goes to the people that's paid. And Magic Johnson got a cure for AIDS. <laughs> and all the broke motherfuckers passed away. You telling me if my grandma's in the NBA right now, she'd be okay? But since she was a secretary, worked for the church for 35 years, things supposed to stop right here. My grandfather trying to pull it together. He's strong. strong. That's where I get my confidence from. I asked the nurse, did you go, did you do the research? She asked me, can you sign some t-shirts? Bitch, is you smoking reefer? Don't you see that we hurt, but still. I smile when roses come to see me and I can't wait for the sunny day. Can't wait for the clouds to break. They outside of the emergency room, room. You can't feel my heart beat, beat, beat. If she gonna pull through, we gonna find out soon. But right now she's asleep, sleep, sleep. My mama said, they say she, she, she could pass away any day. Hey chick, what these doctors know anyway? Let me see the x-rays. I ain't no expert, I'm just hurt. Cousin Kim took off of work. Post my Aunt Shirley, Aunt Beverly, Aunt Clay, and Aunt Jean. So many aunties, we could have an auntie team. Feel like A. Marie is just one thing. When they said that she made it, you see the eyes gleam. I think we got an all-time high to get there. We run, we fly, we drive. Because with my family, we know where home is. And so instead of sending flowers, where the roses. I just thought that was beautifully written. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't have a flow, but like that joint, like I remember how it sounds when I read yeah. it. Like, yeah. and the little ad libs of like the little, the little beats and the different things he did with the song. And to me, that was just amazing. And Chick, for those that don't know, that maybe never heard this song, he's not talking about Chick as in girl. Like, that was the reference that, the, that was like the grandma's nickname was named Chick. Mm -hmm. So they would be like, hey, Chick. Yeah. He so that was kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. Double, double. That was a time where he was very good at double meanings. Well, because I think he had these experiences for a long time, right? So it was right. easier to like write your whole life out. Cause I think as soon as he finished the first album, he instantly went back into the lab for the second one. Cause yeah, he had these these thoughts planned out for so long. These first three albums, and then after that, when it had to go off of like creating without thought, I don't think he mastered that. I don't think that's where he started to fall a little off to me. Well, he had he also planned out his first four albums really. Cause he's supposed to have good ass job, but that never right. came out. That I think is what messed him up because. He planned out so far ahead, and I think instead of just living, he's not somebody that lives in the moment. He always talks about how he's like a futurist, whatever that means. Um, so I think it, you know, it it, it kind of stunted his growth as an artist. But um, anyway, and for that song, um, the songwriters was Bill Withers, um, Kanye, Anthony Von Williams, and that's all I got for those. Those must have been producers because that sounds like all him, to be honest with you. Well, no, Bill Withers is um, "Ain't No Sunshine When When She's Gone." That's Bill Withers. Well, that's why because of the the sample. That was a sample. Though. That was a sample. Yeah, I I actually had that song, um, like the original. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's what, that's the sample there. And then the other guys, because um, I did look up the because just like you, when I first heard that song, I had to find out who the writers were. Um, yeah. When I found out that you know he doesn't write or whatever, um, but. Um, I think that's actually a verse of all him though for the most part because like that's too it's too much of a personal story you know what I'm saying like yeah that's that that that's definitely him that's like almost a hundred that well that's probably a hundred percent him yeah I think that other person might helped him co-produce the beat but like because there's only three of them on the on the writing sheet and I think one of them is 
the producer of the song probably or the other two people might have been producers of the song for all i know but that's what i think it is i think he was a producer or like a pianist on like the original bill withers song that's what i think yeah i'm remembering okay but yeah, that's an amazing song to me. And I think that verse was just a beautiful storytelling, probably his best storytelling. That was the only, that that was probably the only song I've ever heard on the radio with the curses. Because when Miss Jones was doing the Hot 97 Morning Show, um, she talked about how much she loved the album. And she said, she spoke about that song. She was like, you're probably gonna get in trouble, but I'm just gonna play Roses. I'm gonna play one song and play Roses. And they played it like, like it was this is the morning time they played it like with all the yeah i think she might have got suspended or maybe fired because like she wasn't on too much after that i don't think well no she got fired that was for the um remember she made the tsunami song that's what she got fired for she was wilding yeah she was she was bugging out but uh but um yeah she was Charlemagne before Charlemagne, i guess just like going in man let me well her and star because her and star i think that's was the morning show yeah, start, and then Star got fired, and then he got fired. Um, I don't, he got fired every from everywhere, but he got fired, and then it became her morning show. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I digress. So yeah, I heard that song yeah. on the radio, and listening to it on the radio, that's what made me. Because at the time, I loved Kanye, but I was like, I was finding out all types of new music, so I I wasn't like focused on him. So I didn't even really know he had an album coming out and it came out and then she played that song and I was like, well, I guess I'm going back to Kanye. And then I bought the album and that album changed my life, man. Late Registration was the one. Yeah, that's my, that's probably, out of all of them, that's probably my favorite album of his, to be honest. I'd probably say so too. I think it's the one that connects with me the most. Um, I so think what are your top five, I guess? Let's just do the order real quick before albums? we get on it. The first five? Yeah, like... First five. Which order though? Oh, um, five, five is 808s. Um, four, see, this is where it gets tough. 808s is easy to put at five. Man. You, all right, my personal or like objectively speaking? I guess personal, because that, that, that probably will lead more into your personality of why you even choose a five where people can understand you better. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Eight oh eight five. I'm gonna go. Uh, Dark Fantasy four. The top three are close together, but I'm gonna go. Um, college Dropout three, Graduation two, Late Registration one. Okay. And I only do it that way because Graduation was the album where the that was where the nerds won. Yeah. Fifty Cent, a million, a, mil, a million records sold. Like. Yeah. Um, and I remember being in school. Um, I bought two copies <laughs> of Kanye. I mean, my, my mom was buying it, so I didn't have a choice. She had to buy it. So yeah. I saw so we I only got one. Nah, but, I sold my candy money just to get that. <laughs> see, that's what you was doing. You had the candy hustle. You was doing yeah. your thing. Um, but I remember around that time, I couldn't find that album anywhere. It sold out every place that that you would find it the next day, yeah. and I remember we was in and I'm in my head I'm like I'm not gonna be part of the first week sales thing so I just gave up, and we went to Circuit City for something I remember like my mom needed something, right and she's at the checkout and I'm looking behind the counter 
and you see all the 50 Cent graduation albums right there. Oh, yeah, they so weren't like, because people, I think, were trying to steal it that they knew that was a big week. They weren't even playing those games. So you had yeah. to point it out, like, yeah, I'll get I'll get one or two of those. Listen, man, we, she was checking out. She was about to give the money, and I and I just looked up. I was like, I tapped her, was like, that's the one. It's it, it, right there. It's that one right there. I need, I, that's the one. <laughs> and when I brought that joint home, man, and popped that, popped that in, man. Yeah. It just like the satisfaction of having to find an album and then yeah. getting to listen to it. I think I just had a different experience with that. And then Labor Registration is my that's my favorite album. So Yeah. So my five is I don't even know if I have five. I know I have four for sure. So mm-hmm. let's see if I could do five. But Dark Twisted Fantasy is probably four. Yo. My top five is definitely, um, I don't know if I have top five, but I think I definitely got a top four. It's Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, then probably uh, College Dropout, Graduation, Late Registration. And if I had, to, like, those are my top four, and, like, number one is Late Registration. But if I had to pick a fifth one... <laughs> I don't know, man, because everything else is like it's. I have to re-listen, but I'm thinking it might have to be either a gossip album or like maybe a song, an album that he executive produced. Kind of like I don't even think it's like an actual album from him. I can put in the top five, but if that's, I had to, yo, that's crazy that you put I, a gospel album that high, bro. I understand. I understand your your reasoning, but that was one of that was that to me was some of Kanye's worst work. It might be his worst work. I think musically it was fine as far as the beats. Now, his words might not be there. His lyrics may not be there. But, like, musically, compared... Like, some of the other beats that he's chosen after those songs, I can care less for. And, yeah, um, what's the um the one that's um about... Bi- I'm high, I'm bipolar. What was that album? The seven songs he did. That's... Yay, yay. Yay, yay. like... Maybe the last two songs I really liked. Other than that, I, I don't know if I have a, a complete body of work where I could say I think I could listen to it all. Okay. I, I think the thing with Jesus is King is that it comes off, wild, well, it came off wildly, it came off wildly um, inconsistent, A, mm-hmm. and B, it was very inauthentic. I'm sure like, it is, but like a lot of his albums have not been that. You know what I'm saying? From well, what he well, portrayed himself as. Well, the thing is, with with all his albums before that, I do feel like, although I don't think he had the muse like you talk about, I do think he was giving us where he was at the time. Like Life of Pablo is that album. It makes sense how the things that he was doing at that time make sense for Life of Pablo because he was all over the place, like as a person. So that album being all over the place makes sense. Um, with Jesus, he was really angry. Now. To us, we can look at it and say, you were mad at the fashion industry, that's first world problems. But I mean, he was angry. So that's why the album sounds like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus is King to me. It's like he went to the church because that's, it's, well, this is where we start getting political. But I'll say, I'll say it real quick. We're not going to get into it too much into it. This is you going, because you know you lost black people. What is the what is the easiest way to get back in black people's graces? The church. church. Everybody knows that. So right. when I remember the first time we saw him, like he was um he was DJing 
like some Chicago house thing and you see him like hitting the little house notes but it's like he's doing the gospel thing like it was it was a lot going on but he was mixing yeah. gospel with house he was doing like gospel house I ain't gonna lie it did sound kind of fire but it was like yeah. I think he's finding his sound in that now and when he do I have a four album run and and the gospel so? spit yeah so? he's gonna go back to the samples and stuff like that he knows that like, all right okay. let me go back to my classics but just to have the gospel lyrics over the top of it which I'm cool, which I'm cool with at this point, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, especially if you're not writing your own stuff, it's like, I don't, you know, I'm not, Kanye's not going to influence me to do something I don't want to do. Like, I'm a grown man at this point, like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, same, exactly. But I, I, I don't, I honestly, I think that's high hopes. I don't think we're getting that because the most recent song he put out with Travis Scott, um, well, there's two songs. He put out a song with Travis Scott called Wash Us in the Blood, which Dr. Dre mixed, I guess. Listen, the issue is stay away from those that you're not compatible with. Like, you're not compatible with Travis Scott. You're not compatible with Kid Cudi as much as you think you are. Well, you believe that. I don't believe that. His, his music palette, if that's not how you kind of came in the game, it's kind of hard to say that's who you're compatible with. Oh, I see what you're that's, not his, that's not his blueprint DNA. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so it's it's like see, if you want to talk about, like, who he? Because to me, that he, that would he's more compatible with people that actually rap a Pusha T, a Big Sean. So it's like, why not help them out and be with them more? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think what the thing with Kanye is, I and now Sean he now he owes Big Sean money, so I don't think that's happening. Yeah, that's, that's never happened. Big Sean about to leave good music, but yeah. I think that, and he should. I, like I, I, I love Sean, and I think that good music has not done him a. a, a, a no, yeah, he worked himself to be a superstar. It's, it has not been the other way around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I would say this. Kanye is a guy who doesn't like being comfortable, which is part of the reason why, as a person, like, I know we're not getting into the person, but that's part of the reason why, as a person, he, he is the way he is, because he likes being uncomfortable. And when it comes to his music, I think that there was a point where he got too, he got so comfortable and then not an excuse, but his mom passing, I think that made his entire life uncomfortable. And instead of stopping working, he just kept making music and fell into that uncomfortable space. When that gets into the music, your next album is 808s and Heartbreak and this guy named Kid Cudi that we never heard of inspires that. Then you do Yeezus. Some people say that he stole Travis Scott's sound. Travis Scott says otherwise. I don't know what's real. All I know is that Travis Scott and Yeezus are synonymous, right? Now, I personally like Jesus, but his lyrics on it were not the best, and you could tell he wasn't comfortable. So I think that, like, him and Chance were supposed to make an album together. That would be exactly what we were looking for. If him and Chance made an album together, that would be the album that we're looking for, because Chance is baby Kanye. And, he, and, and let's be clear, no disrespect to Chance, he is nowhere near Kanye at all. Go yeah, ahead. he proved he he was he had a chance, and then that first album he did whatever he did with that album like ruined those chances of how people viewed him. Fam, I don't care what you think about Jesus, Jesus is King, none of that. None of the albums is as bad as that first chance. That album is terrible. But his mixtapes are so amazing that you thought, all right, and that's the crazy part. Yeah, but that's crazy. But anyway, that's sorry. a different combo for a different day. Yeah, different combo, different day. But um, Chance is that's somebody that made him too comfortable. So, yeah. although I think they're cool still, like I think they hang out and all that kind of stuff, 
the thing with Chance is that making music with him takes him back to a time where I think, and you know the other thing, I think he looks at it like, I can't remake my old classics because I could never make it that good. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely in his zone, which I'm okay with now, but it's more of, which your muses, you gotta choose a different muse though. I don't care. I think, I really think that's my issue is like you're choosing people to be inspired by because you're not becoming a copycat. I don't even think he's doing new, like original things. You get me? It's like, oh, let me take this from you because you're great, but I'm popular. Yeah. And a lot of people that are creative that say that, it's like, no, you're copying. You're not, you're not catching inspiration. You're, you're kind of copying what they did and what exactly. they've been doing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a sad sight to see, but, um, and we're, talk, we're talking musically. It's a sad sight to see, but the one thing I will say about Kanye is that because of who he inspired, the game, I don't know how you feel about rap right now. I love rap because like I said earlier, anybody- I think it's in a great space because you get to choose whoever you want now. It's not like I don't have to go to an album place and start fishing. Hopefully if I buy this right. album, it's a good album. It's like, nope. I can tell by Spotify if right. I like it, cool. If not, I am cutting you off. Don't you worry about it. You'll never hear about me again <laughs> listening to your music. <laughs> and you'll never and you can even still be a music fan and buy albums if you want to. Like me, if I really like when it comes to Jay, I bought 444. Like mm. I could stream it, but I bought it. I bought I bought every Kendrick album. I bought every Cole album. Like I have the CD versions of them just because I'm a, like, I'm a fan of those people. But like you just said, if you want to check the climate of it, even if you want to like buy it, but you want to only hear the first five songs. If I listen to the first five songs off KOD, KOD is like, whoa, this is, this, this, I'm, I'm gonna just buy the rest of the album now. Cause I, I could take this. Yeah, I might need to have you on later on in the year. Um, to like maybe do another one of these deep dives because this was fun to like break my natural mold of talking about yeah. different books and stuff and different writers. So before I close out, I guess I ask you a quick question because I know you're a reader. What's the uh, one book that is, has a major impact on your life, fiction, and then one nonfiction? Fiction and nonfiction? Um, hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fiction guy. Um, trying to think because there's books because I don't read that like I used to read fiction when I was younger like m my last like five six years of reading has been like self-help books okay so, so give me a self-help book then no worries okay well I'll give you a self-help book and then a, I guess a, a, a non uh, I'll give you a, a I'll give you three books if you don't mind yeah so a self-help book that really well the first one that I ever read was uh, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. And it's about how um, how phenomenons start. And to make those start, you have different, you have change agents that make things start. So for example, in that he it spoke about um, it spoke about like the change in violence in New York City. And one of the things he speaks about is changing the way that New York City looked. So um, like washing off all the subways and although like I mean I'm a fan of graffiti changing the look and making the subway not look like graffiti changed people from going to those cars and 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 committing crimes that was his logic um, now most recently he said that most of that stuff he doesn't even believe anymore but it was interesting to think about the change agents that make things blow so mm -hmm. that one that was an amazing book to me 
Um, so there's the tipping point by Malcolm Gladwell. Then you have um, a message to the black man by Elijah Muhammad. Um, I just started it, so I haven't like got too much into it, but I've heard so much about what um, relating to yourself as as um, self love, self value, self worth, and, and, yeah. and yourself, and, and relating that to your self value and your self worth, and thinking about how that's been, how it's been taken away. Well, not taken away, but how it's been changed when you minimize, strip down. Yeah, no, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, so I'm so that. I'm interested to to get more into to get more into that book, um, and then an autobiography that really caught me was um Asada, which is about Asada Shakur, um, mm. not related not related to Tupac. Everybody thought she was, but she's not. But um, and for those who don't know, great book. She she was accused of shooting and killing a New Jersey uh, state trooper, um, and she was shot. I think like in the chest of the leg or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. I haven't read the book in a while. And they took it to the hospital. They had to do surgery on her, but there was men with guns standing outside looking at her, watching her while she had to do surgery. She was handcuffed to the bed. They brought her to jail. They brought her to multiple jails. Um, and then the lawyer who was working on her case, he found, like he cracked the case. And I think like two days later, he was found dead. Mm. Um, so... Then after that, they, you know, they, they basically jammed her up and kept her in jail, but she, you know, she fled and, and escaped to Cuba. Um, okay, I've heard of her. I don't think I ever watched it, but, or read it, I should say, yeah, or listened yeah. to it, but I heard of it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, of course, there's an audio book for it too, so, um, I, but it's, that's, that's an amazing story. So those are, those are probably, well, I, I mean, two books that I actually have fully read all the way through, those two books kind of changed my way of, of thinking about reading. Because I, I never was a reader before that. But then there, there was those two books, man, them, them joints uh, caught me. Um, and of course, um, I'm ashamed to say the only book that I did read all the way through from you a minute ago was um, um, The Dreamer, Dreamer, The Boy Who Caught 22. Um, yeah. Well, I appreciate you buying my other books, though. But hopefully, when you do, hey, man. Uh, hey, man. you let the I public know how you feel, man. Yeah, man. I got. I got to get off. I got to get off the 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 Uber slave boat, so I actually be home, so I could not, you know, be driving all day. That's what I'm about to do right now. Let's go back in. The, I got. I got to pay my car payment, and I'm using my car to pay for my car. Kids, don't do Uber unless you have a job. Just putting that out there. Well, with that said, I'm going to close out. Um, usually I do a quote of the week and lyrics of the week, but I think we bombarded them with much lyrics and much quotables by uh, yeah. the, the musician, the genius of Kanye West. So I just want to say thank you for yeah. for being a great guest on the show. Appreciate it, man. Can I, can, I, can I give him one? Yeah. It's the it's probably the number one Kanye West line in my, in my head. No, I can let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or use my arrogance as esteem to power my dreams. And as much as that may have led him off the deep end, I think that if you have the right support system. That's a great quote that, to live by. <laughs> that, Absolutely. That, that, that is what leads you to the promised land. So, yeah. Um, but appreciate it, brother. I, I can't wait to be on again. Um, maybe one of these days we could actually have the whole crew on here. But we got to. We, we, we would have to prep. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to have them watch this one so they know how it's kind of going to be moving. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you know, G, G5 will be fine. Right. He's not the one I'm worried about. Yes. <laughs> but and shout I, out to I got to introduce you to 
to, to the uh, to my other guy who's who's he's a, he was an original part of the podcast, but he oh moved, he moved he, back. He I know he was in Ohio. He moved back to New York. No, no, he didn't move back, but he's he he's called in. So we've had him on, but he has an interesting perspective on music and stuff. So I think he would be good to have on too. But one day, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Definitely, we'll talk behind the scenes. But I just want to say thank you again for everyone listening or watching this on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, thank you guys. This is Americana Quote, writer, writer. Take care, guys. Peace.